Welcome to Godable, a daily reading of holy texts known in the Unificationist community as Hundake. Today we are reading from God's Will and the Ocean. God's Will and the Ocean. True Father speaks on the founding of Ocean Church, page 21. The meaning of the pledge. We are not yet living in the ideal world, but instead are living in the midst of an evil world. This is why we must recite the pledge. We pledge and say that we will fulfill the will of God. Without the family coming into unity, you cannot make this pledge. God does not want just the man to pledge, nor just the woman. God wants both the man and the woman to pledge to him after they first come into unity. We have five sections in the pledge. The fifth section concludes all the first four. First, we say that we are proud of one sovereignty. Although there are many governments in the world, we are proud of only one. Who is going to build that one sovereignty? We will make it. Our family will make it. We have to have that understanding. Who should have made the first sovereignty of mankind? Adam should have done that. Now, in place of Adam, you must restore that lost sovereignty. You must restore that first family unit. That is the first thing. We also recognize that we are proud of one people, that is, one people who come under heaven. In the kingdom of heaven, there is no such thing as two or three different kinds of people. There is no such thing as white people, black people, or yellow people. That kind of difference between people does not exist in the kingdom of heaven. That difference and separation has come about from the fall of man in the very beginning. However, the world of God has only one people. Next, we say that we are proud of the one land and one nation that comes under God. If God wants to visit from north to south, does he need a passport to go? If he doesn't, then why should his sons and daughters need a passport? There should be free passage everywhere and no boundaries. We are different in that respect. Satan is proud of many nations, many sovereignties, and many peoples. But we are just proud of one sovereignty, one land, one nation, one people. This is really our pledge and strong determination against the divided world of Satan. The satanic world is one long history of war. On the other hand, the history of God has been the hidden struggle to bring everything into unity and into oneness. Therefore, we have to recognize the problem of many different cultures. They have all developed from different origins, and so man has developed different styles and forms of behavior. This sets people apart from one another. This is also what is stopping and confusing the dispensation today. Satan uses this as his strong point. We want to do away with this painful problem, so we are proud of one culture. We are proud of one culture, and that one culture comes from one word, one language. Actually, language and culture are the same. Language is culture in essence. This means eventually you have to speak the same language that your parents speak. In the spiritual world, what is the language that you will use? The answer is simple. Whatever is the language of the parents is also the language of the children. Unfortunately, you don't understand the mother tongue. What is English? It is not the original tongue of God. Why are we teaching the young children in the nursery Korean? Because it is the first language that God could participate in. Of course, we also teach the children English because they could not survive in the world today without it, but at least the first words they learn are Korean. They can begin from the very earliest point in their life to learn the mother tongue, 
and they can learn the English language after that. Is this carrying everything too far? No, it is really a very good beginning. When you say that you are proud of one language and one culture, do you really feel it? Do you think, am I anywhere near comprehending the language and culture that I am proud of? Have you ever stopped to think about that? So when you come to that phrase, you must truly feel regret that you cannot have real pride in that one language and culture. You must be longing to participate in that original springtime culture. It is not just any culture that we are looking for, but the original spring culture. There is no other ism in that culture except atomism. Culture and civilization should have started from Adam and Adam's family. We should have one language. Many languages confuse and bring everything into division. There are many languages spoken here in America, and this can very easily bring about conflict. What about us as unification members at this time? We must learn the mother tongue that we are proud of within three generations. Within 60 years, we should be speaking the original mother tongue. I have never taught you this before, but this meeting brings me to speak about these things directly. What else are we proud of? Centering around one set of parents are all the children. When all the basic elements that we mentioned above are created, the children can then gather around their parents. Isn't that true? You might wonder why the brotherhood of man must come before the one language and culture. Why is it in this sequence in our pledge? Without all people coming into one, we cannot create a world where we are all proud of becoming brothers and sisters. There is still a great war to be fought. Are you free to be proud of the parents now? No. You have no time to be proud because you are under constant attack by the world. You are always on the defense. You cannot proclaim to the world, let us follow our parents all together. All of the things in the fifth pledge have to be fulfilled, and then after that, our pride can be freely expressed. Then what comes? The tradition of mankind can begin to unfold. Only after you are proud of being able to have one original parent can you create the world of one heart. And so, you can be proud of being the laborer who built that. There is no distinction there, no white, black, yellow, or anything else. There's only one family, one tradition. When your marriage is international or interracial, the children will all be different. Between an interracial couple, the children will not be the same. Some will be more like the mother, and others more like the father. Will you discriminate between the children? Will the father say, Oh, this child is more my color, so I will favor this child. When the heart dominates, there is no black or white. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Godable. Godable is made possible by support from listeners like you. To donate, visit godable.org. Thank you.